0: I feel like when you're in that resistance and in that stuckness, you think you're doing nothing when in fact you were learning the greatest lessons ever. And when you're out of it, you're like, damn, I was actually doing the work in the thick of it. And I didn't realize because I was so immersed in the feelings and the lessons and the stuckness So now I have all these lessons I want to share with you guys. So I'm laying in my bathtub right now. I got my cup of tea. I got my candles. I got my journal. I got my crystal. Not going to lie. I don't love having my journal in the bath. But I thought it was cute to do skinny dipping in the bath. Happy fucking August, guys. I am so grateful to be in... Leo season, a time to step into our confidence, to step into our power, to step into the truest embodiment of ourselves, our brightest, most brilliant, most shining version of ourself. Because damn dude, cancer season, it's actually kind of comical. Cancer season was so deeply reflective and because of those very reflections and the nature of turning inwards, there is sadness and there is grief and pain and loneliness and stuckness and resistance because We resist looking inward, we resist looking at the parts of ourselves that we don't want to see and yet those are the parts that need us to shed light on them the most, the parts that we want to keep dark, the parts that we want to keep hidden because when we shed light to them and we see them and we acknowledge them and we say, I still love you, I still love you through every single phase, that's when the healing truly begins within that acceptance. So cancer season, to say the least, was reflective and fucking painful. I just felt stuck and so much resistance. And wherever resistance is, is a clear sign of where our fears lie. And when we allow ourselves to no longer fear the things that we are scared of and looking them in the eye and being like, I'm ready to look at you, I'm ready to confront you, that's what truly frees us. And if we choose not to do that, that's where the resistance begins to emerge. Because in that fear, we create resistance to protect ourselves. We resist. And I had this opportunity to be on the North Shore of Oahu. And I'm from Maui, Hawaii originally. And I've never lived on Oahu. So I went over there for the month to support my boyfriend in playing polo. That's his like thing. He like plays polo on horses. It's like the most niche thing ever. But (laughs) literally I had such a huge opportunity to slow down. And I feel like it was an extroverted girl spring. So when I was finally slowing down and had times of aloneness during July and cancer season and it's very reflective nature, I really kind of lost my shit. (laughs) I just was unable to take care of myself. And I think I talked about that. In Thursday's episode, I don't know if it was last week, but I have been doing this challenge going back to the basics and also focusing on creating real dopamine in our life rather than fake dopamine through smoking weed, through drinking, through binging, through shopping, through distractions, through social media, through validation, all these kind of fake forms of dopamine I've been trying to really focus on real dopamine and I've been feeling so much better. So thank fucking God Leo season is coming in hot and I am ready for her. And she feels genuinely so good. Like I'm finally just getting back to taking care of myself and showing up for myself. So now that I'm out of this reflective period I am able to kind of look at the lessons that I've been learning and actually take them in because when you're in the thick of it, the thick of the reflection, the thick of the pain and grief and sadness and all the hard things coming up to teach us the deep lessons, it is so hard to integrate when you are in the thick of it. And now that I'm beginning to feel better and reintegrating with my practices of self-love and the habits that make me feel energized and focusing on real dopamine, I'm able to look at the lessons and actually integrate them and observe them and be like, wow, I thought I was doing absolutely nothing. I feel like when you're in that resistance and in that stuckness, you think you're doing nothing when in fact you were learning the greatest lessons ever. And when you're out of it, you're like, damn, I was actually doing the work in the thick of it. And I didn't realize because I was so immersed in the feelings and the lessons and the stuckness. So now I have all these lessons I want to share with you guys. So I'm laying in my bathtub right now. I got my cup of tea. I got my candles. I got my journal. I got my crystal. Not going to lie. I don't love having my journal in the bath. But I thought it was cute to do skinny dipping in the bath. I just thought it was going to be a fun time. And I thought it would like, I don't know, the element of water... I don't know I just was like I want to do it so here I am in the bath about to tell you my life current realizations and what is coming up for me recently and the lessons that I am ready to integrate. So without further ado guys, I am Kayla Rose. I am the podcast host of Skinny Dipping. This is a late night Skinny Dipping chat. I'm so excited that you guys are here to dive into my life's current realizations and do this little bad time Skinny Dipping talk because I'm excited to see what comes up. I really only have bullet points and I really just want the lessons to flow through really authentically. So I'm excited to see what unfolds also through the this episode because these are one of those moments that I don't really have a plan and I'm going to completely embrace it and say, fuck it, let's do this. So this is Skinny Dipping, the podcast about mental health and spirituality and the intersectionality of it, where we dive into the mind, the body, and the soul in order to create actionable change in our lives. You are inherently fucking worthy. Let's talk about it. Let's strip down and dive in. This is Skinny Dipping and this is Kayla's current life realizations. Let's hit it. The first one I have here is, who are you when no one's in the room? Are you able to describe yourself without using your identities? This came up in my community because we were reading The Power of Now, and I was reflecting on the loneliness that you feel when you're alone and not really knowing yourself. Because I think when you're alone, you don't feel lonely if you know yourself. I think when you are your own best friend, it allows us to be alone without feeling lonely. And in the midst of this month where I was very alone, I really was questioning my identity and who I am and who I'm meant to be. Because when you remove your relationship to other people, to other systems, to other communities, to your job, to your school, to your friends, to your service, to your purpose, to your gift or your creative passions... When you remove the labels, when you remove the identities, sometimes it's like, who the fuck am I? (laughs) Like literally, who am I? And we forget to know ourselves. And that was something I was so deeply experiencing. And it came up in the Soul in Progress community. Join if you want, guys. We're doing a book club right now, but there's hella amazing resources. Basically, in this meeting, this Zoom, we were all talking about who are you when no one's in the room? And I asked everyone in the group, can you describe yourself? Can you describe yourself without using labels, without using identities, without saying that you are a student, a singer, a mother, a sister, this job description, or this degree in school? How can you describe yourself with no relationship to anyone but yourself? And that is truly knowing who you are. And when you know who you are within the context of your own being and not within the context of other people's view of you and society's view of you, when you can take yourself out of that context and truly know who you are, I think you'll never feel alone, right? Because you'll always know yourself and you'll always have yourself. And to truly know who you are is the greatest fucking gift. So I encourage you guys to go ahead and try to describe yourself. This is your actionable stuff because we love here at Skinny Dipping to step out of theory and to step out of the what ifs and we actually want to apply it to our life. So the exercise for you here is to ask yourself, who am I without these labels, without these identities, and begin to describe yourself. And it was so cool hearing people in my community when I asked them this question, describe themselves. Somebody almost wrote a poem saying, like, this was not exactly what it was, but she said something along the lines of, I am the earth, I am the wind, I am everything, I am nothing. And when you really try to describe yourself, it does come across like poetry, like art, because we are art, we are poetry. And I would describe myself to give you a little bit of guidance. You need to listen to your own intuition and what feels right for you. But for me, I would describe myself as a being of light who loves to create and express and loves art. I guess that's an identity, if that feels like an attachment holy shit, see, it's actually really fucking hard to do. Okay, I believe that I'm a being of light experiencing the full spectrum of humanness. I don't even know. I need to take a moment and redo this exercise because it can be so difficult to describe ourselves and to know ourselves without it. And that was such a deep realization that I've been having recently. The next thing that I really was thinking about was that you are called to your purpose or your craft, or your passion for a reason. And that's how you know what's meant for you. I think when it comes to art and passions and creativity and the crafts that we choose to pick up in this lifetime, whether it's art or sports or gatherings or music or even experiences, traveling, whatever we choose to dive into as our passion in life, I think we question it. I think we think, why me? Why do I have this Need and this willingness and this desire to dive into this craft. And I think we question it. And the lesson here is you are drawn to it for a reason. So stop questioning it. Stop questioning what you're into and know that if you are into it, it is a part of your calling and it is meant for you because I look at people in my life who are really passionate about something. For example, acting. I have lots of friends who are so passionate about acting and films and I think that is so fucking cool and yet, even though I love speaking and performance, like I've never been called to that craft in particular, even though it encompasses things that I like that craft. I just don't have the desire for it, but people in my life love it. And it is their calling and what lights them up. Or I look at people, for example, my boyfriend, like he is lit up by polo i'm like i can't even imagine that being my thing and i think to an extent you know we are raised to like certain things but i truly believe that our souls come into this lifetime with purposes and one of those purposes is to live out our passions and we are drawn to these different passions and we are given different gifts for a reason so stop questioning it because look at people around you and you're not into the same things that they are and they are into the same things that you are and you guys have different callings it's not like everybody wants this like your soul is called to this for a reason. So stop questioning it and start embracing it and know that it's supposed to be a part of your life path if you choose for it to. And I think I can get caught up in like, why am I into this? Why me? Or thinking, oh, everybody just wants this. Everybody's just into it. And it's just like, no, that's not true. (laughs) like we're called to certain things for a reason. Stop questioning it and stop trying to talk yourself out of pursuing the things that you want to pursue because you think everybody wants it or you just don't see it as unique to you because so many people do it because it is unique to you. If it lights you up and your soul is calling to that, that is a gift for you. That is something that is meant to be in your life. Okay, the next thing, let's get into it. I don't even know what time it is or how long I've been talking for, but I am loving this bath time sesh. I talked about this further in the episode with Spiraling Hires, Sam and Gina. Go listen to that episode. It's fucking amazing. But we talked about productivity guilt and the resistance to rest and how that creates this pain i realized in july i was fucking burnt out cancer season i was a tired girl during cancer season honestly and i just really wanted to sleep in and kind of just like bum around and like be lazy which is like not really like me because i'm a fucking aries with a scorpio rising and a gemini moon and if you know anything about astrology you know those really aren't chill signs. So I felt like I was just really burnt out. Like it wasn't my natural inclination to want to be tired, but I judge myself and I call myself lazy and I had productivity guilt and shame and resistance. And in this resistance to the rest that I so deeply needed after being burnt out, it just created so much pain and so much suffering. And I talk about this more in the episode with Sam and Gina and I was just thinking about the addiction that we have to stress and adrenaline and how detoxing from it is so fucking painful and they talk about it so beautifully from a neuroscience perspective and just in summary they were saying a neuroscientist came on their podcast and basically said when we are familiar and used to stress and adrenaline and being stressed out all the time and on the go when we rest... Our bodies literally have pain. Our minds have pain. Our emotions have pain. It's just a lot. So I just realized the less and less I resisted the rest and the more and more I accepted the rest and just reminded myself, I need this. There's a reason that I'm tired is because I genuinely need this. Like for this moment, this is what I need to slow down and be tired and recover from burnout and allow my body to detox. And the more I accepted it, the less pain I created I'm like, I'm just gonna lay in the sun and do nothing. Maybe not sitting on my phone because when we sit on our phones, we're not actually resting. We're constantly getting triggered with our fight or flight and our adrenaline and our dopamine when we're scrolling on our Instagram or our TikTok or our Snapchats. So that's not really rest, but literally I was just laying on the trampoline at the house I was staying at. They had a trampoline outside and I would just lay on it in the sun and do nothing and just rest. And it was really difficult to not have guilt and shame around not being productive and not feeling motivated or inspired or creative. Like it felt shitty, I'm not gonna lie. The more I accepted it and more I knew that it was going to pass, the less pain and suffering I was experiencing. And honestly, that is what I'm gonna get into next is kind of in relation to that And I don't have this written down right here. But this is something I was thinking about recently, actually today, is inspiration. I'm going to do a whole episode on inspiration and gaining inspiration and how to, you know, regain inspiration after a funk. But I was just not feeling creative or inspired or motivated or disciplined or anything that I love to be that makes me feel energized and fulfilled and good enough. Because honestly, I do struggle with equating my productivity to my self-worth. And even though I'm healing from that, there's still moments that I come back to that. And of course it's nuanced and it's balanced because you want to have discipline, but you also want to allow yourself rest, especially when you have been hustling on the go, like your whole life, like me, where I just feel like I haven't stopped (laughs) and I've only slowed down in the last like three years. So it's like my body is still recovering from like 21 years. I'm 24, 21 years of being in the go, go, go and being in that fight or flight and that adrenaline state. And, you know, it's going to take time to get out of that. And when I was in this burnout, basically I was feeling so uninspired and I feel like I can be so down on myself for feeling uninspired. I can say, Oh, I, this just sucks. Cause the best feeling in the world for me is being in flow state and present and feeling inspired and creative for me. That feels like a high that feels like the best feeling in the entire world. So to not be in it, to feel uninspired and not creative, just felt icky and shitty and not good. Honestly. But then I listened to this interview with Billie Eilish. Fucking love Billie. She's the best. And she was doing an interview talking about her new song that came out for the Barbie movie. And she said that her and Phineas basically had not written anything good for months, like three, four months. And they were just like, we lost it. Like we lost it. We lost our touch. Like we don't have what it takes to write these amazing songs, like getting into these narratives like we do, right? Like we make meaning. We make us, you know, not being inspired for like a couple weeks, a couple months. Like we make it mean so much. We spiral. We make it mean that we are literally like not good enough and we've lost it and we'll never get it back we'll never get our talent our spark back we'll never get the creativity back and it's sad it's honestly fucking depressing and that's what she was talking about and then she said with no pressure she was asked to come and watch some scenes from the barbie movie which fucking love the barbie movie I honestly should do a little like recap of it and my thoughts on it because I love that it talked about the worthiness aspect for women, but honestly for everyone, like just like not feeling good enough and needing to have all these things to feel good enough. But basically Billie Eilish came with Phineas and they watched some scenes from the Barbie movie and she said, I don't know if it was that night or the day afterwards, they were like, let's just try to write a song. Let's try to write a Barbie song. And honestly, you should go watch the interview. It was so good. But basically she said that it just came to them and they felt inspired again. And it's just like, oh shit, we still got it. And that song deeply inspired me. And I felt like it carried an energy for me. And it's been reminding me that inspiration doesn't leave you forever. There might be periods where you feel uninspired and low, but be patient and know that it will come back because it will and it always does. And when it does, it will feel like a breath of fresh air. And how do we get inspired again? It's so important to get inspired by other people's art <laughs> and also stories, storytelling, music, films, people telling their life stories, being inspired by that, looking for inspiration in visuals, in art, in poetry, and knowing that it will come back and you can't force it because creative energy flows as it does. And We cannot force it. We cannot sit down and be like, I'm going to be creative now. I'm going to be inspired now because it just doesn't fucking work that way. So you need to just trust that it will come back. And I was feeling so uninspired for probably like five, six weeks. And I was like, this is depressing. I do not like this. And then it just came back. And like right now I'm holding on to it because it's here to stay for a moment and leaning into it when it comes and appreciating it for when it's there inspiration will come and go but know that it will come again and i was so inspired by billy and them just being the best songwriters ever like phineas is just fucking incredible i'm obsessed with him i'm obsessed with his producing and his songwriting abilities and then just billy's creative energy is so inspiring like two people i deeply look up to them just talking about how they weren't inspired and then all of a sudden it came back and you think you lose it but you don't and you can't force it you just have to flow And that's something that has been such a topic that's been on my mind lately. The next thing I was thinking about, I was talking about this with my friend. I love when my best friend Sydney and me have days together. She came and visited me when I was living on the North Shore and we always see so many angel numbers and we had the best conversations. And this was something we actually talked about when she was visiting me and we were diving into the concept of defensiveness and getting defensive And we were just talking about how you won't be defensive if you know who you are. For example, someone comes up to you and they say, I fucking hate your blue hair. And you look down at your hair and you're like, my hair is not blue. My hair is brown. (laughs) So I'm not offended by that. I'm not defensive. I don't have anything to defend or prove because you're just wrong. And I know that I don't have blue hair. So when someone comes at you in your character or who you are, There's no need to get defensive when you know who you are and when you do feel that defensive part coming up that's just your ego trying to tell you there is a part of you that still may need healing an insecure part that needs to feel more secure and more love and more approval and more validation from yourself, not other people. So when you are being defensive and someone comes at you just know that that is a sign that you need to love yourself deeper so that you can really know who you are because when you know that you don't have the blue hair you're not going to be offended by someone saying they don't like your blue hair. And when you know who you are, you're not going to be offended by someone not getting you, someone not aligning with you, someone not getting who you are. When you know who you are, you are defenseless. You are defenseless when you know who you are because you have nothing to defend because you fucking know yourself. And that is the win. That is the best revenge right there, baby, is knowing yourself and knowing who you are. Because when you know who you are, you are defenseless in the most beautiful way where you don't have to get angry and you don't have to prove anything when you know who you are you don't have to prove anything to anyone and that is the best feeling because people want a response out of you right the unhealed version of themselves those parts of themselves because it's not their whole selves because it's nuanced right we all have healed and unhealed parts of ourselves and i'm not judging those people i'm just saying that those unhealed parts of themselves want to bring out the unhealed parts in you so No response and knowing who you are and allowing yourself sometimes to be the villain in somebody else's story, that is the biggest win because then you are unbothered. (laughs) You are just unbothered. And that is the fucking W right there. The last thing that I want to talk about, guys, before we sign out is how can we soften? How can we soften into the things that feel so hard? It's like when you have your seatbelt on in the car and you jerk forward and the seatbelt locks, right? I've actually never heard this. Talked about like this before, but it just came to my head. Okay, let me see if this makes any fucking sense because I've never even said this out loud. You jerk forward, and then the seatbelt locks, right? And then you like can't get out, and you have to like wait a moment for it to like loosen so that you can like breathe again. And sometimes this happens on accident, and you don't really need that protection of the seatbelt coming forward, you know? Because cars just lock up sometimes, and you're like, okay. I was just trying to move the seatbelt like I don't need you to lock me into the point where I can't breathe and that's kind of what happens with ourselves when we start to panic we start to resist we start to tense up we start to fight we start to harden we start to get defensive our ego wants to come and protect and protect protect so we put our walls up and we harden to the world to other people to ourselves but really That causes more struggle and more pain and more annoyance because now the seatbelt won't come unajarred. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense, but how can you soften into the things that feel difficult and hard rather than resisting them? Another example that I'll give is when you are in a yoga pose, like you're in tree pose, for example, where one foot is on the ground and the other leg is up and tucked in and you're balancing on one leg. If you begin to wobble and resist and fight, you fall. But when you just relax into it and you soften, you're able to hold the pose for longer. Or when you're in breath work, for example, right? I don't know if you guys do breath work, but when you're in a breath hold, a very long breath hold, when I do Wim Hof, basically if you start to fight and panic, you need to breathe and you need to breathe sooner and you can't hold your breath for longer. But when you soften into it and you relax, you're able to hold your breath for so long or when you're getting held under the water by a wave in the ocean, what you're supposed to do is relax so that you can hold your breath for longer and you're conserving your air. But when you fight and you resist and you harden, it gets more chaotic and it creates more suffering. And it's the same thing metaphorically with your life. When things get hard, how can you soften into it? And stepping away from the resistance and lowering the resistance and breathing into it and softening into it and allowing yourself to intuitively move through it rather than fighting through it. Because you're just wasting your fucking energy by fighting so hard and hardening to the world. But when you soften, clarity comes. When you soften, you can think straight and you can act clearer. And that's what we want for you. So when you're moving about your week and things get annoying and you begin to feel the resistance and the ego coming up and trying to fight, ask yourself, how can I soften into this deeper? How can I step back from it and see it from this observer? How can I take a deep breath? Okay, guys, just to review, we talked about a lot today and we talked about who are you when no one's in the room. These are our life current realizations, by the way, on skinny dipping. And how can you describe yourself without identities and without labels? The next thing we talked about is being called to your purpose or your craft or your gift for a reason. Stop questioning it. Stop questioning if it's meant for you, if you're supposed to do it, because you just being lit up by it and called to it shows that it is meant for you. Stop fucking questioning it. And then we talked about productivity guilt and resistance to rest and the resistance to slowing down and stepping away from the hustle and the pain and suffering that causes and then, oh my gosh, actually, there's so much more. I'm going to need to do a part two because I'm realizing there's things I didn't talk about that are so good. Okay. And then we talked about the inspiration and I talked about Billie Eilish and Phineas. Fucking love them. And how inspiration will return, just allow it to flow. And then I talked about defensiveness and knowing who the fuck you are so that you can stay unbothered. And then we talked about softening into things that feel so hard. Let me know if I need to do a part two, guys. Make sure to subscribe if you're new, follow the podcast, support the sponsors, because when you use the codes and support the sponsors, it helps me and it helps the podcast and allows me to do this as my job for you guys. I'm so fucking grateful for this community and being able to have skinny dipping be my thing. Today was an amazing conversation and thank you for sitting through it and I'm so excited to hear your downloads. What is coming through for you because when you listen to this, it's supposed to bring up your own insights and I know it is because that's how the brain works. We want to relate it to ourselves and please DM me. Let me know what is coming up for you. Join my community. Join the chat space around this podcast episode on my community, Soul in Progress, the app. It's going to be linked below. I love you guys so much and don't forget to share this on Instagram and tag us with where you are listening to skinny dipping on your hot girl walk, on your drive. Obviously don't take pictures while driving, but when you're parked and (laughs) I fucking love you guys. You are inherently worthy and I'm so grateful that you're here with me today. I love you. I'm Kayla Rose and this is skinny dipping. Bye guys. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. Win-win. That's code skinny50 at factormeals.com slash skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious.
1: As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. Get warm weather ready with Kints. Go to kints.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kints.com slash skinny dipping.